Hey. 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 I was going to start talking, and then I didn't know what to say. So. Hey. It's Full Spectrum Cycling. This is show number 208. 208. Can't hate on 208 or something. Nothing sounds quite like a... Oh, wait, that's 808. It, it. It's JK over there. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, it's Tony over here. Yep. I'm in my technical technology world. You were you, JK was making note of the fact that the band practicing next door was uh, playing I'm, something similar to the yeah it was to the, very the intro tune. Very very. They should cover in this gear. and then you know. I thought they did. I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was like oh okay that's clever. It's like. Uh, I don't know. Has any show used the canned road more intro us. music more than we have? No. Can't, no. Cannot possible. Pretty no, soon they're going to come after no, us and go, all your shows got to go. That's not, we got the rights to that music. Okay. <laughs> no one listens anyway. Well, it would be a tragedy if we had to dump all these shows that nobody listens to anyway. You know what else is a tragedy? We're missing... A practice lap. Yes, I did get that from Mr. Zahn today. I, I sent him a note and asked him if this was going to be a regular weekly thing now, and he wasn't sure yet. Yeah. I don't remember them being Wednesdays, though. I thought they, they were, were always Wednesdays. Were they? Well, always. that's why I always miss them up here. I've, yeah, that's, I've missed them since we started the podcast on Wednesdays. Otherwise, I'm wondering what they're, the they're going to do about um, Humboldt. It's not going to be done by then, I don't think. Oh, that's a Mess, man. Yeah, it's it's worse than last year, I think. I had to go reset the internet for my tenants, and uh, meant I was on the other side of Locust. Normally, I get to just cruise through the park to work now, and I had to do a double back around because I had to go like through a gravel section to get over Humboldt to get on the east side to be able to ride around. Right, it's like what the hell's going on here. I don't think they can do that for the old race day. No. Speaking of race day, May 7th, yep. it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. Sunday will be River West registration at uh, Wu-Tang, Garden Park, Black Husky, slash across, across from the old shop. Yeah, bands. Over there on fun uh, stuff. Bremen and Locust. So Beer. If you're gonna do the, if, if you're going to do the event, you might want to be there Yeah. to get your... Spot. Ticket punched. I'm doing a team this year. Sort of thing. Can't believe it. Ooh. I think the, the trolls that? the trolls are under the bridge. Oh, the right. trolls are under oh, the bridge. Yeah. Right, so that's uh that's May seventh. If you want to go do that, that would be a good thing. And even if you then don't want to wanna actually and go, okay, now that's when everyone gives me their ticket when they get their number called. And I and wait, and I wait, in. and I wait, and I wait, and I glare at Jeremy, and I glare, and come on, come on. No, <laughs> do, it, do it now. <clears throat> this is my volunteer shift. You're terrible. It is my volunteer shift. You're terrible. It is. So <laughs> well, well before that happens, not quite a month, is 414 day coming up here. Fridays. Today. Today. It's today. Coming up here today. In internet time. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on on 414 Day. I've been woefully uh, inadequate about finding what's happening, at least cycling-oriented on that particular day. I know day. nothing cycling-oriented. Yeah, I, don't, I really haven't seen anything. I know but UBM that, is a big fun drive because I work there. 
fun drive. So, yeah. Too much metal Fred is dropping his flag on the uh, uh, city hall front in the morning. Okay. I wonder if uh, our friend Jason is going to light that sucker up with his fancy lighting. It looks like, let's see, 8 a.m. flag drop. Speaking of 414. Bel Air Cantina If Tony, if Tony had a camera, he could take a picture of this. I, I could probably take a picture of this thing here, Tony, Tony. Tony, check this thing out. This is a. Is this from two? Is this from too much metal, Fred? Yep. Yeah, it's a four one four koozie. Just in case you need to keep your beer cold. That's a and crazy fucking picture of you, Greg. Just for the record. <laughs> also, since Tony, oh good god, you look crazed. Well, that would be kind of normal. Also, oh, since, the next one looks great. You look since, like RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you, you this is great. All right, oh, go on. Good lord. Since Tony's thirsty, we're already at the top of the hill. Oh. Sending JK into the cooler. Yeah. Well, this is another um show beer. Let's show-beer. do show beer right show-beer. away. Cause it's, show-beer. Who knows who what knows what we'll get a chance can, to do again. Man. Is this a label that you're supposed to cut off like I don't they've know. been asking? Or do we have to get our AR fifteens out and shoot this can because it's <laughs> pinkish? That is the dumbest argument in the world right now. <laughs> dumbest. Um, I mean, Kid Rock isn't... Why is he even relevant anymore? Yeah, good question. I mean, and... There's so many other reasons ever, why not, to dislike But not that transgendered <laughs> person, yeah. but, but Jenner's okay. I just it's like, what yeah. the fuck? It's I, all politics. Shut the hell up. It's it, a horrible beer. It sucked. That's they why all I, suck. I, yeah, that's that's why I don't, like I don't it. drink it because it sucks. <laughs> I don't care who's sponsoring it. But this might not suck. This looks pretty So good. here's another one of those. Uh, this is Deschutes, but it's another one of those wonderful variety packs. Yeah, they rule. I picked, Squeezy I picked this one today because it's called Squeezy Rider, and it actually has, like, rider. Uh-huh. Right in it there. Does. It right, does. Right in there. Uh-huh. I, tried, I tried to ride around today, but damn, was it windy out oh, there. Oh, gosh. <sighs> so this is a West Coast IPA. You'll notice we do the IPA thing. Brewed in Bend, Oregon by the old Deschutes. Since 1988, it's been employee-owned there in Oregon. 7% ABV. Intensely tropical. No fruit was harmed in the making of this beer. Uh, It has... um, It's it's hefty. It's it's heaped with hops. It's It's hefty. But it's not super... um, The IBU is only 40-ish, so it's, you know... I just cracked my head. You got your you got your uh, Cascade, your Stratium Mosaic, and your Galaxy hops in there. What? Hey, guess what? Before no I, fruit was harmed. That's what I that's what I've been led to believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I t- I'm going to take a swallow. Yeah, just take a sip. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little heartier than you'd think. It is hearty. It's not as fruity as I would have thought. Mm-hmm. It's beery and it's good. So I had uh, I had lunch with my good buddy Bob over at the Brick the other day, and they had a tapper that I didn't recognize called Brewer's Kitchen. Hmm. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. Well, it is part of the Pilot Brewing Company, okay. but it's like their sort of experimental one. Okay. And I'll be darned. I, th- I think it was called Two, F- Two Falls or Twin Falls or something, but I'll be darned if that wasn't a great beer and might have had what, more than a couple of them. And what Zondra was it? Was it an IPA? It was, it's an IPA, yeah. Okay. And it reminds me more of an amorphic beer than anything I've ever had from anybody that's not that. Really? Interesting. Yeah, it was very good. Maybe they stole the recipe. Yeah, well, it's all it's ever-evolving over there. I don't know that we've 
Well, every, maybe yeah. from one week to the next we've had the same beer, but it just keeps changing. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's definitely good. We might, so I think Beer Alley might be open. Yeah, we're going to have to check. Can I ship? At least, at least for another day because it's going to be freaking cold next yeah, week again. Next week's <laughs> I know. It, it's not it, that cold. But it's no, cold. it's normal. Well, right? yeah, this normal. Is, yeah, it's abnormal. Normal. This is Abby normal. Yeah, this is Abby normal. So when you were speaking of things of the cycling around, I'm also putting it into perspective <clears throat> internet time. So that which would occur next Wednesday and next Thursday is uh-huh. well, next Thursday, Daikaiju. Daikaiju. That's on the list. Daikaiju coming. And if you have tickets, I don't know. Uh, it's been moved back to on Wednesday. Uh Bikini Kill is at Riverside instead of it's going to be a good show. If they don't cancel it. If they Oof. Knock they've, well, they've had well, to, they've had to cancel it like four fucking times. Well, so while we're on this, though, <laughs> let's talk about the, speaking of the greatest radio station in the world, WMC. And this will be on Sunday. Uh, Sunday is Rockabilly Chili Cookout. I should be back in town. Unbelievable. I did my, it will be a fundraiser for it, said radio station. I did my station. timing. My flight it's comes in fun. at 12-12. Nice. Good take and I'm cab like, right there. <laughs> I'm just like, dun, 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 drop off my mom, and then, yeah, I, I can, can get back it. at least for a couple hours. Um, and then, big announcement for Backyard Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Freaking Bob Mold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a good poll. That's that- unreal. That is so cool. I was looking at the, uh, uh, the announcement and all the other bands, and they all have links. Bob Mold doesn't have a link. Does he have a website? He doesn't need a link. He doesn't need a link. <laughs> but for the record, since I'm a guitar smasher, I get free entrance to that show. We are. That almost pays for the guitar smasher. I'm coming close. As soon as I have more than 30 spare dollars in my pocket, the extra 10. What I'm, do you mean? It's guitar. Well, I'm, it's a free show. It's the backyard barbecue. Don't you have to be a member? Oh, really? That's just wide open? Yeah. Oh, that's at, that's oh. at the fucking... Uh, no, you can at, go to hell, hell, hell. At, at so, Humboldt Park. Yeah, yeah. I, wait, I was like, I'm like, I saw your chest puffing out. I get, I get gears and stuff. And I'm like, stuff. wait a goddamn minute. No, that's in the Humboldt Park. Yeah, you've been woefully inadequate about making sure I've never sure been to one, so I'm kind <laughs> of excited. Yeah, I don't really use it. I'm just happy to support them. Level thing. Oh, that's funny. I'm just happy to support them. They're good people. Threw so, me off there for a minute. I'm like, wait, what? No, wait, no, no. This is, no, they're just like, this is like... By, yeah. by the way, radio listeners, uh, last week, J.K. was more or less clean-shaven, and today he's got a beard again. <laughs> did you listen to last week's show? I did. Ah. I did. We- Actually, <laughs> it's better than I thought. <laughs> it's better than I thought when we were doing it. J.K., you were ripped. Mm. Ripped. Yeah, you, you, you were ripping. Ripping. What was even better was when we were at post-show at Amorphic, and, and he was leaning on you with his belly. <laughs> like hi, hi, yeah. hi there. <laughs> I had to go. That was classic. I had to go. Uh, here's a here's a cycling oriented thing. Since this super, superficially a show about some sort of biking stuff, and this happens every year around Fars Day, uh, June June seventeenth this year. Fat Tire Tour of Milwaukee yeah, has yeah. been announced for June seventeenth, yeah. and they even introduced the theme already. The theme. Let's discuss the theme. Do we know the theme? Uh, Milwaukee graffiti. Milwaukee graffiti. Oh, yeah. Which is, I get it. I think this could be fun. Get your poodle skirts out and. I don't own a poodle skirt yet. <laughs> have, have someone make you one out of old River West 24 shirts or some such. Well, who's going to ride their bike into the into the diner wall? 
Oh, maybe we could get one made yeah. out of. Uh, or who's gonna, you know? Oh, wait. yeah. There's some shenanigans. I haven't. That actually, a little... That's a movie I have not watched in a very long I've, time. I haven't watched it. In I I wanted to be John. Plus I wanted to be John when I was a kid because he's so badass with his, you know, badass hot rod. But his, he was so aloof. 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 Maybe it's worth watching American Graffiti again because it is a classically good movie. No, because I think it was. Richard Richard Dreyfus's character that like has like the little moped scooter and, vroom, 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 and just blasted into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> he was a again. young Richard Dreyfus oh, at yes. that time too. There was a lot of young people who later became famous. Famous Is Harrison Ford in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. in there. He's kind of young in there. Yep, yep, yep. You know how old he is right. now? Like eighty. My favorite story about that is, so he went to Ripon. What are you talking about? And got kicked out, and then they offered him an honorary degree, and he's like, fuck you. That's the best. So, I mean, other people have done that, too. You kicked me out. So, okay, I kept, I was always telling people that Arnold Schwarzenegger went to Superior, which technically he did, but it was a correspondence course for the most part. So he actually came to Superior to do the the final exams and stuff and meet the professors and stuff. But he was competing and he was in California, but he got his degree from University of Wisconsin Superior. Oh, no. He filled a pothole. That was all the news this week. I know. And you know why he did it? For for cyclists. Well, and fame. Fame. Well, he's semi-irrelevant now, isn't he? I think so. I'm going to live forever. I'm going to push the green button and see Wait, what happens what? here. Let's see. Oh, oh, oh darn what? it. I don't know what I'm doing. I pushed the button. Hey, radio listener, who do we have on the line? Hi, this is Mark Peterson from Ogden, Utah. Can you guys hear me? Happy oh. belated birthday. Oh, hi. Oh, thank you. We thank most you. certainly can. You always have such a good voice. You come through better than most of he our does. other guests. Yes, must be the really? phone. <laughs> yeah, the clarity's yeah, maybe, impressive. Maybe you've got really good cell connection, or I don't know. But it, yes, thank you for calling in, Mark. I, I, what I, kind of Wi-Fi router are you using? When I hear my voice recorded, you yeah. Know? Oh. It, don't you guys feel weird when you hear your voice yep. recorded? Always. That's why well, I, I have no idea what I, don't I listen. sound like, other than when I listen to the podcast. That's why I don't listen to myself because it's. It's, it's demeaning when I think to about me. I was myself, here. I touch myself. Yeah, when? Oh, that's oh, so. Hey, so, so Mark. Mark asked me earlier in the week. Uh, well, what are you guys going to talk about this week? I'm like, I don't, I don't even know. But no. I was hoping that Mark had something to talk about because we we have our we have our stuff. But it reminded me that we don't wait, do yeah? we wait, don't do show notes like Mark, we wait. used to. Wait, Mark, before we talk about what you have to talk about, let's talk about Craig Smith, not the guy we know as Sven, and that Cannondale of his. Because I'm right there with you, brother. Yeah, yeah, that thing's sweet, dude. Did you see how much it weighed? <laughs> yes, 17.3 with city yeah. bars. I didn't know you could make a yeah. bike out of beer cans that light. It The thing is impressive. For $500 with Paul componentry on it. Yep. Are you kidding me? And micro shift shifters. He said that he did a, yeah. he used uh bike blue, whatever. And that's what the going price is for these bikes. And I'm like, that's insane because that bike as a road bike built had to have been tipping near three grand. 
Well, not including the Paul stuff. But now he's got it converted to a city bike with Paul and microshift. I'm like, and the best that he can get is 500? Well, I think he's he's a generous individual. He he wants somebody to get that 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 deserves it. He wants a local guy. Yeah. And the, the problem is, is is I really want that bike. My wife will kill me. <laughs> Tony's at N plus five right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. But God, that looks like a freaking unbelievably fun bike to ride. I guess. I, it, it really does. It, it looks like you could just go out and like kick, kick 30 miles out. Right. Do it chill and fast. Right. That's exactly. And I'm like, oh God. Anyway, talk to us now. I'm sorry, I had to digress into that because I noticed yeah, both yeah, of us yeah. were commenting. No, on actually, it. actually, you kind of you kind of touch on it in in a way. I wanted to talk to you guys about the magic of bicycles. I like this. I'm and gonna have to put I'm this in the show that. notes because magic of bicycles. I mean, if we put that in the title yeah. of this post, people are gonna be like, "What? what huh? What's a magic bicycle?" Exactly. Well, I mean, you guys know. Whenever I ride a bike, uh, something magical happens, man. Yep. Um, ever since I was a little kid, the very first time I got on a bike and wrecked and knocked out my front teeth and had to go to the dentist emergency style. <laughs> um, I loved bikes, you know. I mean, there's, they're therapeutic. I mean, whenever life kind of gets me, you know, by the short ones, I... I ride my bike if I can, and somehow or other, it like is like this magic salve, like like it just heals me. That should be a T-shirt. Yes, bicycles. Bicycles. Heal. No, very simple. Or, or magic salve. Bicycles magic salve. Heal. <laughs> no. I think salve's a bit of an obscure word for a T-shirt. No, I love uh, it. That's I, why it should well, be on a T-shirt. I, I know for a fact that Mark has the sickness, which is. Building oh. cool ass bikes. Yeah. So let me ask you this because that's yeah. it's basically what I live for is to build bikes. I build a kick ass bike. Yep. I like to ride it around and go, God, that's a kick ass bike. And then I'm like, oh, now I want to build another kick ass bike. So <laughs> it it doesn't diminish the one that was built, but I don't know if the glossiness comes off of it or something, but it's like once the once the the finish line is crossed and it's a viable thing, I'm like, well, yeah, you're you're kind of all right. I'll ride you, but I'd like to now start another project. <laughs> so. Right. It, it's interesting. It's not even about the bicycle itself. It's about the act that you're doing, what you're doing. Um, for, at least for me, it is many times. I mean, even though I love all the bicycles I build. They kind of blur together, especially after forty. You know, I mean, it starts like age-wise or number of bikes-wise. Sure, let's go there too. Uh, <laughs> I actually wanted to talk about age, maturity, ego, and how we change from one thing to another, and how bicycles are involved in it. Because I used to really like jump and do a bunch of rad stuff and kind of get crazy, and now I'm more about building and riding. Uh, gently. <laughs> I remember uh, us being at Saddle Drive and you sending it on fat bikes when we were doing video stuff and pictures out there in Utah. Uh, I I can I can attest you're you're the you're the flying burrito brother. <laughs> well, there there was something there was freedom in the air on a bike. If it, when you guys jump a bike and you 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 grease that landing on on a roller or something and you know that feeling that's like the next level of spinning 
And I want to keep doing that, but I can only do it into a foam pit or in the snow. So fat biking rules. <laughs> uh, you, you, get, you don't have a lot of beach out there on the old Great Salt Lake, but uh, beaches are also really good because if you practice yeah, in your wheelies and you kind of go over backwards, it's not as horrific as if it's pavement. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. If you go down, you can roll out of it. You know, I mean, no big deal. I, I totally could see that. I wish we had stuff like that. We do a little bit up around a reservoir called Pineview where we get some nice sandy beaches there, but they're kind of steep, but you know, whatever. Well, here's, here's a, Make a jump. Here's a great thing about fat bikes. And, and certainly Dave Lunds can attest to this. We're riding the beach and there's a pier and you go on the pier and you jump off the pier into the lake and it's fun. And you're flying through the air. Uh, and then you get in the water and your bike separates from you. And the bike floats. You don't have to swim right. to the bottom to get it. So right. it's got fine. its own life preservers on it. And then you can actually use it as a kickboard to get back to shore. Right. It, it's like just super badass. I gotta super find badass. I gotta find an old video. It's it's somewhere on my phone when I had uh it was submerged my bike in the lake numerous times and I'm like, huh. I wonder if there's any water in that frame. So I, I stuck an air nozzle in, in a in one of the water bottle bosses and just blasted it. And there was water coming out the other one for like, I don't know, fifteen seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They they you want oh, hey folks, if you're gonna they take on some water. Well, if you're gonna ride your bike in a lake, you might want to put a couple of four millimeter bolts in the water bottle bosses to keep water from getting in there. It's still gonna get you, you build it's a still lake gonna get it. You know, like water you. water will find a way. It's still gonna get in there. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have never jumped uh, like a lake jump. I've always wanted to. My friends have done it. I've seen it. But at the times, I've just never it's hard. done it. I've always dreamed of sending a kicker off off of, at the end of a dock. But if you land it wrong, dude, it hurts. Yeah, when the handlebar hits you in your I'm chin. Sure. Yeah, and you're hitting hard water. I mean, water's not soft. Yeah, man. Yeah, Unless yeah. you got it in your house and you're silly. So they have a they have a, a, a club here. At, I think it's at one of the YMCA's where they have a pool for people who are learning how to dive. And you're going off the, you know, the 10-meter uh -huh. board or something. But if you're going to really, yeah. if you're really going to pancake it in there, they can push a button and it sends up shit tons of bubbles and it cushions your blow nice totally yep. it's so yep. fast i want to like, do that it's like up 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 you're totally gonna you know yard sale this water here and it's just like as it lands softly oh yeah it's oh, that's, soft water with like 80 percent error or something yeah yeah good stuff so i was a lifeguard when i was 20 years old 2021 20, in there and um we used to intentionally hit the water as hard as we could. We just called it extreme diving. I don't know what the hell we were thinking, but the idea was the slap, like the belly flop, yep. the hit on your yep. back as hard as you could. The louder the slap, the oh, bigger yeah. the red, the more funny it the was. Back, yeah. Yeah. Belly yeah. flop at the back. I, re flop. I remember the I remember the flying squirrel where you just spread out and right before you hit the water from the ten meter <laughs> bar, you just tuck like yep. right in the front. Yeah. Yeah. No, sometimes, uh, the, yeah. but the face Good usually time, took the yeah. brunt of it in my case. So, I would, I would not today jump off a ten meter board. I, I, I don't. No think, way. No nah. way. That's a long ways down. Really? No. no. I, I couldn't nah. do a ten meter oh, anymore. If you know, if you know how to go into the water, it's not that bad. I, I, I won't go over fifty feet, but I'll, I'll go up to a ten meter for sure. Right on. Oof. Yeah. Well, at least it's water. Right. Yeah. I mean, I grew up rock jumping. Um, there were places around here where in the summer, all we would do is, uh, we'd get a keg and about a hundred of us and 
we take this keg and we jump into this uh, reservoir that's a ways away and you'd have to swim probably a good hundred yards with a keg and the keg would float, but everyone was around it. We take it over to the other side where there are all these rocks and we would party over there and the cops couldn't get to you. There was nothing they could do about it. They'd drive up on the other side. We'd just stay there all night. And so we did a lot of beer drinking and jumping off big, tall rocks. And, <laughs> nice. And, you know, yeah. I'm amazed that no one died because that reservoir is famous for taking people that do that. In fact, it's illegal to do that now, probably because of us. But, man, we used to be <laughs> we, crazy. You're we, we have a lot of, in Wisconsin, we have a lot of great quarries to do that that have filled up. And with, you red, know, some, red some of them with, you can see down to the the, the, ba- the bottom and also the equipment that didn't make it exactly. out exactly red, yeah. red granite quarry you is a scuba dive certificate certified facility you can see all the hardware and it's it's like yeah, like bulldozers hundred feet down yeah, i mean it's super deep it's pretty cool wow um, so I've done a, I've done a, so, so, like what I don't know what you call we call it cliff diving I've done a ton of cliff diving as a as a youngster Right around Lake Winnebago there. Yeah. Did you ever find this, like, really shallow spot while you're doing that? Because I think the average depth of Lake Winnebago is, like, six feet. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. No, uh, the six. Red Granite Quarry or Berlin Quarry. Oh, there you go. They yeah, were quarries. Deep deep. But, yeah, uh, I submerged a three-wheeler in Lake Winnebago, and I'm like, bah! in the winter, I'm like, oh, ah, we'll be fine. We'll get out. <laughs> well, Worst is going to have to walk. The Southridge area. Well, didn't the three-wheeler quarry, float just like a fat bike? There's no more. Um, no, if it did, it floated upside down. Yeah. They kind of flip over on their yeah, back. Yeah. Like I figured a, it a turtle, but yep. Yeah. They, fi- they filled that in and now it's this like I know, you guys subdivision or whatever, but I'm like, I don't know what if, when they, when they drained the quarry, I know they found a couple of Kuaharas and a couple of Haros in there because oh, for sure. I know <clears throat> buddies of mine, they were. They had to get rid of theirs. <laughs> they had to get rid of theirs in a pinch, and the only way to do it was we're going to huck it in the fucking quarry. And, yep. Yeah. So I, every time I go by that subdivision going, I wonder, I just wonder. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. You got snow out there sometimes, Mark. We used to have this thing we did called jarroofing. Can you imagine what jarroofing might be? Jumping you, from roof to jump, roof. Jumping from one roof to another. It's like the what it's the like are you yeah, yeah yeah totally. it, it's like all the all the garages on an alley you just jump from one to the other or really the best ones were you know two story jumps never heard of this it's kind of like it, it's kind of like chance. like it, it's like an, it's not parkour parkour parkour, parkour whatever you parkour. call it I mean those guys are completely parkour um, hardcore parkour parkour. Hardcore, parkour, but they're very parkour, good, parkour. and and they practice. We just did stupid <laughs> shit as kids, I you know. So we yeah. jumped off a garage roof to the, to the ground, but we never jumped yeah. garage to garage. The uh, the old I don't know if JK is old enough to remember the Atwater Beach bathhouse. No, it was two stories tall, and there was what looked to be very good sized snowdrifts at the bottom, so we jumped off. Oh. It was not. Anybody break I, anything? Yeah, that's why my ankle's still kind of semi. So that and soccer. I'm pretty, I'm blaming it on both of them. And pride. <laughs> and pride. Football. <laughs> Are you uh, drinking anything, Mark? Oh, uh, just a cold PBR. That's that's good enough beer to drink for sure. All right. Here's Tall boy or 12? Blue ribbon. Uh, just, just a regular 12-ouncer. Right on. I, I have an issue here about just 
Pabst Blue Ribbon right now. Mm. And made it, in California? Well, first of okay. all, Tony doesn't go to Bremen Cafe, but I do now and again. Three fifty for a 12-ounce bottle. Are you kidding me? That's insane. Are you what? kidding me? That should be 99 cents. Are you kidding me? That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. The, yeah, the, it's, it's like say, 50 mm, cents. Right. Well, I don't know. We go to um, the economy of it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. You're looking at three bucks, maybe two fifty yeah. when you're lucky. Two bucks. For a when twelve ounce bottle. But over at Nomad, Fuck it's that. two bucks for a twelver and three bucks. Two fifty. Oh, now that went up too. Oh, it's been up for a while. <clears throat> I just do the math, and sometimes the short, sometimes the shorter better. can you is have, cheaper. Yeah. What's that, man? You, you guys have better beer around you. You guys uh, have a much better selection and opportunity yeah. for beer. And I, I don't really realize that until we talk on the phone. It's Wisconsin, in Utah. Man. We're drunkards. Yeah, yeah. You you guys apparently have just delicious beers all over the place. Everywhere. They're affordable. Here, we've got like PBR, Coors Light. What's a 12-pack of PBR? Like you have to go to the liquor store to find anything good. What, what does a 12-pack of PBR cost you? Oh, nine bucks, eight bucks. Is it? Yeah, that's about right. Is it three point two PBR, or, or is, is it is it actually full bodied four and a half percent PBR um, or whatever it is? I, I I think it's the normal like four and a half percent mm-hmm. PBR. I mean, it's not it's not it doesn't have to be Utah beer anymore. It can be <laughs> oh, so that that's that did, did was that uh, was yeah, that Mitt Romney that got rid of that, or who got rid of that out that way? Four point seven percent is what all right. It is. There you go. Yeah, that, that's that's about what we yeah, pay too. That's all right. Hey, I was just yeah. looking at the show notes, and I, I I didn't mention this yet, but you guys remember last week you talked about Pinnacle closing. Yeah. A got like four calls today from people in Shorewood looking for a bike shop. Wow. Uh, one guy wanted the, the insert for a Presta valve. <laughs> Seriously, one guy wanted a mm-hmm. cap to cover mm-hmm. his valve. I'm like, well, truly, spoke really? open over there. <laughs> we're we're not. I mean, we're not we're not a traditional bike shop anymore. Especially they with a cap just for the Presta. This was a different guy too. The oh. one guy needed the insert, which I get okay. because the thing yeah, is going to not going to right, leak right, air. Right. But he's like, is that replaceable? I go, another yeah, person wanted a cap. A cap for his Sven. You mean like the the valve core? Well, the valve core. Okay, these are two different guys though. Valve core guy, yes, uh, that one I get because it's not going to work without it. But valve, sure. valve stem cap. The Look, cap. Have you ever watched the Lance Armstrong video where he's like, "Here's how you change a tube." Throw it away. Yeah, he's like, or "Throw that thing throw away. away. We don't need that stupid thing." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I actually have spent quite a bit of money on valve caps in my life. I buy them in all kinds of beautiful colors and machined out of aluminum. Are any That's of them, Are any of them skulls? Or days. Yeah, yeah. I have a couple. Now that makes sense to me, but None just to just to cover the me knowing Mark. Just to cover the thing up just to Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I mean the little plastic cap, oh my god, you should have just given one. You probably could have looked on your floor and Well that's one. true, except that we're not quite like open a full shop. on we're not an open shop right now. We're more of a custom shop kind of thing. But here's my point about the So are stuff. you guys are you guys doing retail or are you doing service? What yes, is your we are doing retail to an extent. Think? The problem is the last two years I've tapped all my capital, so I got no money. So trying to pack yeah. the shop with a bunch of bikes like Pronghorn has is not yeah. feasible right this second. 
But also, sure. I don't know. I mean, I guess I think Milwaukee's pretty good on rents, but we were just talking about Pinnacle and Shorewood. And this was a miniature. It's about the size of our of our service area, not the shop. Yeah, not even the 500 shop. square feet, 950 a month. Oh. I'd, maybe that sounds mm. cheap to people in other areas like Brooklyn. I'm sure that's a drop yeah, in the bucket. Yeah, that's nothing. But, that's, but here, that's kind of spendy to try and make money doing bike shit for when you can have like six bikes in your shop at a time or right. something, maybe. You certainly can't yeah. do any retail. Yeah. Yeah, we're mostly yeah, it's we're, a we're, tiny we're, place. I popped we, in there once for, and the guy did save me because I could not get my uh, yeah I couldn't get my tube or my uh, my tire unseated for my rim, at all. I'm gonna pro- I'm gonna prognosticate for you fellows. Right I believe the future is service and rentals, specifically of e-bikes. Yeah, mm, you I'd are see that. I'd see you, that. You you may have something there, sir, and and you know. We work on, we do a lot of e-bikes. We probably do 40 or 50 a year conversions. I don't sell a ready-made e-bike. We take people's bikes that they like and we electrify them. Or we have a, we do do some work for another company, which is kind of helping us stay afloat here for now. But um, I agree 100%. Um, Service I had a buddy who owned a shop down in Kenosha called Total Cyclery. It was one of the greatest shops in the world. And they had the uh, Washington Park Velodrome down there, and they were very into track racing. So at one point, it was a a legit bike shop. He sold it, kind of semi-retired, and then he came back. He goes, you know what? I just want to do some service. So he got a little shop right across from the Velodrome just about. Uh, Killed it. Well, I mean, he did enough to make himself happy and not, you know, like be bored in his close to right. retirement age kind of thing. And I think that's, that. I, I agree with you, Mark, 100%. So that kind of leads into my overall topic that was talking about the magic of bicycles and how they've changed us throughout our entire lives. As I've matured, my, my thought about bicycles has changed. It sounds like you've experienced some of the similar things or you guys have experienced some of those things where, it was one aspect of your life, but now it's mutated into another. But it's for me, I used to be a warrior. I, I, when I was in my prior career, I wanted to make as much money as I could and have, buy as much things as I could because that gives you self-worth, right? Anyhow, now I just want to maintain what I have and enjoy where I'm at. I'm not worried about conquering the world anymore. I'm not worried about, you know, being the best of everything, I just want to. I want to cruise with this thing for a while and just chill and enjoy and be grateful for what I've got in my life. Preaching to the choir, right? I just, I just need but, to, to to get out from under the crippling debt of the last couple of years, and I'll be. I mean, everything was great until the Fed decided that they were going to fuck me right in the butt. If I, if I mentioned this is the first month in four years, I haven't paid two mortgages. Tony's in a good place over there. And, you know, (laughs) what we should throw into this since Mark's on the call and we're talking about the podcast is in the the whole maintenance theory versus, you know, buy bikes, rental, etc. Can we just throw a fuck you out to Chewy? No. With him and his whole anti-electric bike Movement. Stop plus, it. it's just fun to say "fuck you, Chewy." Well, I love also, the guy to death. First of all, he doesn't mess with JK or me. He <laughs> I know he's just all me. me. It's all me. So I really can't, I can't get behind you. <laughs> so I'm. I'm gonna. It, I screwed it up. 
last week, but I'm going to start an e-tweed ride. I think that's going to be hilarious. And I, you know who's going to be on it? Chewy. Me and Chewy might be on it. Quite Without possi- e. Quite Holy possibly fuck. one of our one of our favorite people in the world. He's is, a great is human being. He's so Tell him cool. to come and do the 24 again. And, and then right? We had we can, so much fun. Yeah, we took pictures of him all sloppy drunk in the, oh, in the hammock had, and stuff. We and, all yeah. rode cargo bikes. What a great day that yeah. was. Cargo bikes with coolers full of beer. All right, Mark. Uh, thank yes. you very much for calling in. Do you have any like words of wisdom to leave us with until we talk to you again? Because, frankly, if it weren't for you, we'd probably quit doing I, this show. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I have any words of wisdom because I, I'm finding that I know pretty much nothing uh, the further I go along. But I, I think maybe if I could say anything to everyone is just, just go ride a bike, man. If, if oh. something's got you, but just, just go, go ride a bike. bike. Yeah. Just go that's ride a bike. That's all. And those are of words course, to fucking uh, live Go by. ahead and feel free to stock by Pronghorn Bicycles in Syracuse, Utah, 2432 West, 1700 South, Syracuse, Utah, 84075. Our phone number is 801-820-5934. I love you guys, man. Hey, get, uh, get us, uh, if, you, if, you, if next time, like when you're on the show, uh, maybe get some uh, pictures of what's going on at Pronghorn, little uh, little behind the scenes, little happy people buying bikes, and you know sure. we'd love to help Pronghorn do the, better. I mean, the occasional person giving us the finger. Yeah, fingers are good. I mean, it's I like it, 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 it's the middle finger salute. We we like hell that. yeah. Cool oh, man. Thank you very much. Uh, that's very much appreciated. I will do. I will do. Thank you. All right. Cool. Talk to you soon, Mark. Thank you very much. Love you, brother. And Take it easy. Have a great night. Talk to you later. You too. Bye. Hey everybody, Mark that was fun. Peterson. See again, again. Somebody not good. Somebody dude. not us saves our show. Well, right. dun, 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 I, don't know. Dun. I thought our show was off to a pretty good start this yeah, week, but uh, thank God someone called it. I was hoping I would have been kept bitching about my routers, <laughs> but I already placed the order, and I will see what happens. Tomorrow. Did you do it while we were on the show? How multitasking are you? Yeah, well, no, I had it ready to go, task. and I was like, duh, 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 I just want to get it by tomorrow morning so I can fucking deal with this nonsense. I wanted uh, BS to call in, but no BS, so maybe next week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him again after the show and say, why are you not calling right. in? Right. Every time you say that, are you familiar with the spinoff Beastie Boys band called BS2000? Negatory oh, dumb, buddy. Okay. Because every time, that's all it pops into my head. I'm like, oh. Oh, we're at the end of the show. I don't. It was uh, Tiny fixes. Tim's birthday this past week, anyways. Tiny, <laughs> tiny bubble. bubble. Oh, there he is. We can stop it now. <laughs> he does a very good version of I can't remember what, but it sounded almost like fucking Julie Child. Julie Child. Oh, I like Tiny Tim. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I think he did the Doors. Like, come on, baby, light my fire. I don't know. It was, um, it was he always awesome. had the ukulele, which was very well played with his nimble fingers. And with that, we're gonna leave you. Fine. Thanks, Mark Peterson, for being the only good thing about the che- show. Check uh, out Johnny Five's Hello Kitty guitar playing. Wait, that's what? gonna kick ass. And we'll watch not, that after the I show. Not do that. We can end the show now. Nine fifty for five hundred square feet. Somebody's going to be like, "That's absolutely a good deal." No, but those not, people are idiots, right? <sighs> All right. Bye-bye. Next week, folks. Thank you. Bye bye.